Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest Hello, Edwin. Hello, Andrew. It's episode 450. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Here we are, season three, episode 450. It doesn't feel like a, a, an episode over for. 439. <laughs> maybe, maybe it does feel one past 449. One past 449. Here we are. Uh, you know, look, let's just say I know some of our listeners have been with us for 450 episodes, and I want to say thank you. Yeah. Some of our right. listeners have been here for two episodes, and I want to say thank you. We love them all. Thank you for rating the podcast, sharing the podcast. Uh, just thank you so much. Uh, you, you don't have to go back and listen to all 450 to catch up and be with us today. If you Pro- want to. Probably we'll... better not to. Edwin's gotten better as we've gone along. Uh, so have you, my <laughs> friend. So have you. Uh, but it's great. Hey, let's wrap up Matthew chapter 9. All right. So we've got the last little section here. We're going to do verses 35 through 38. Go ahead. No, is it me? I don't know, but I'll read. Well, that's right. It's okay. me. That's All what, right. That's what we said before the mics were on. I, <laughs> and I'm just forgetting. I'm just reading. All right, here we go. Matthew 9, 35 through 38. This is the English Standard Version. And Jesus went throughout all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every affliction. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Before we comment on the reading, I, I just can't help but recognize you said, Edwin's gotten better. And then <laughs> I forgot it was my turn to read. And this just tells you where we were on episode one. <laughs> uh, but we've come a long way. Baby. We have come a long All way. All right. Matthew 9, Jesus, compassion, <laughs> sheep without a shepherd, harassed and helpless. Let's talk about that a little hey, bit. Hey, let's talk about that. Um, just to set up a little bit, where we left off yesterday, verse 34, we know the Pharisees are starting to spread some rumors among the people. Counter narrative. He casts out demons by the ruler of the demons. That does not discourage Jesus or his work or his ministry at this point. As you point out yesterday, we would get to the 12th chapter and he's going to hit that uh, ridiculousness head on. But for right now, uh, notice that when he spends time in the cities, in the villages, doing the teaching, and where's he doing the teaching at? In their synagogues. This is where the people come together for religious instruction. And so whether he's on the side of the mountain with the Sermon on the Mount or here where the scriptures are kept and where the, you know, now he's kind of in the uh, uh, house, if you will, of the Pharisees. I know I shouldn't say it like that, but but I mean, really, I mean, talk about home turf. The Pharisees kind of run the show and especially in synagogues. Yeah. But Jesus is the celebrated rabbi. The people want to hear him. Uh, We'll look at other episodes where he's taking out the scrolls in the synagogues and reading them aloud. But the more he's with the people and in all these different contexts, the more we see him preaching the gospel of the kingdom and his heart for these people. Compassion, Mm -hmm. which doesn't sound like a very demonic trait. (laughs) Not at all. Not at all. He's looking at the folks as sheep without a shepherd. He sees them as harassed and helpless. When I envision this, I actually, I, th- I actually think about this like in terms of if we were doing a movie of this. Yeah. And this would be this paragraph would be the scene where in the movie it's trying to convey that there's been a period of time that look 
the movie's only two hours long, so we can't give you every detail. So we're going to give you a collage. We're going to give you a collage that that's supposed to represent a couple of days, a couple of weeks, a couple of months, who, who knows how long. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a shot of this, and it's going to be a shot of that. And and that's what this paragraph kind of does, is it talks hmm. about, he, he goes throughout all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, healing every disease and affliction. So we've got this collage of interaction. So as we're watching the movie, there might be there might be one image where he's actually in the synagogue and people are crowded around listening to his teaching. And then it then it cuts to another one where he's out on the road walking and his disciples are around him. But there's also all these other people pressing in, trying to hear what he's saying. And then there's going to be this time where he's, you know, he's sitting in the town square and somebody brings up a demon possessed person or 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 their sick mother who you can clearly tell is sick and he heals him and you and and you see this and and sometimes yeah. you see him looking off at people and you see the Pharisees in their religious pomp and circumstance. And sometimes you'll look off and you see Jesus looking off and he sees the prostitutes and the tax collectors uh, living it up in their sin and their in their drinking and drunkenness and immorality. And then sometimes you just see him looking off and he and he sees some people that are just, you know, they're just trying to serve the Lord somewhere mm-hmm. between those two extremes. And sometimes, you know, one scene is somebody bringing up a little child and you know, and it's going to it's going to cut in sometimes to some close ups some some okay. faces and all these people. If if the director's trying to get it just right. Yeah, there, there's going to be kind of a little look of confusion, a little look of stress, a little look of being harried. And then there's going to be the close up on Jesus face and there's going to be sadness. It might even be a tear as he's just looking at all these crowds. That's that's kind of the imagery here, because when he looks out, he doesn't say, look at those awful Pharisees, these wicked, no, terrible doesn't. people who just he sees sheep without a shepherd. Yeah. When he looks at the the prostitutes and the tax collectors and the the drunkards and the 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 revilers, he 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 doesn't see people who are just you wicked awful terrible people. I couldn't ever love you. He sees sheep without a shepherd. And then even when he sees the folks that are just trying to do the best they can, he sees sheep without a shepherd harassed and harried. Can I ask you about that real quick? And uh you know, I I think you might like the chosen. You might want to check that out. So um so where we left off in verse 34, the Pharisees, he cast out demons by the rule of the demons. If the people are sheep without a shepherd, isn't that kind of seeing how the Pharisees themselves have failed? Oh, yes. Yeah. It's 100% seeing that. Yeah. And the rulers. The rulers. The synagogue the priests, leaders. The, the priests. Whoever. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this has been a problem uh, going through the scriptures at different times that God would call out those leaders, um, Levites, priests, uh, the people who should know, for failing to shepherd his people. Well, in this in Ezekiel chapter okay. thirty-four. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let me just let me just read some of that. Here, G, uh, God sends Ezekiel, and he says, "Son of man." Prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say to them, even to the shepherds, thus says the Lord God, Ah, shepherds of Israel who have been feeding yourselves, should not shepherds feed the sheep? You eat the fat, you clothe yourselves with the wool, you slaughter the fat ones, but you do not feed the sheep. The weak you have not strengthened, the sick you have not healed, the injured you have not bound up, the strayed you have not brought back, the lost you have not sought, and with force and harshness you have ruled them. So they were scattered. 
because there was no shepherd Mm. and they became food for all the wild beasts. My sheep were scattered. They wandered over all the mountains and on every high hill. My sheep were scattered over all the face of the earth with none to search or seek for them. And then the chapter goes on and talks more about these shepherds. But notice because the shepherds weren't doing their job, God equates that with not having a shepherd. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So here are this group of people that are actually all sheep but they have no shepherd. Can, okay, let's just, can we tie this back to what was said in the Sermon on the Mount? Mm-hmm. You know, you'll see people that'll come to you, false prophets, yeah. who are ravenous wolves in sheep's, sheep's clothing, clothing, because we're all sheep. Yeah. Okay, it's not, there's ravenous wolves in shepherd's clothing, because they're not shepherds. They're actually just sheep who themselves don't have a shepherd. But because they are actually wild beasts... Yeah. You know, they, they're they dressed like sheep. They look good. It seems like they're right. But really, they're just, they're fake sheep. Of course, by the time we get to, uh, in another gospel, Gospel of John chapter 10, uh, Jesus is saying, I am the good shepherd. Yeah. And we are reminded that one of the prophecies in the Old Testament is that the Lord himself, God himself, would correct this problem of, of these failed shepherds or these wolves that he'll come shepherd his people. Oh, yeah. That's as you if you if we were to keep reading through the entire chapter, which is actually kind of lengthy there in Ezekiel 34, he says, I'm going to come and yeah, I'm going to shepherd. I'm going to do it. I'm going to come and I'm going to shepherd and I'm going to judge between sheep and sheep. And I'm, I'm going to set things right. I'm going to yeah. set things straight. There's actually another prophecy. In Zechariah awesome. chapter yeah, 10, Zechariah 10. In Zechariah chapter 10 verse 1, ask rain from Yahweh, ask rain from the Lord in the season of the spring rain, from the Lord who makes the storm clouds, and he will give them showers of rain to everyone the vegetation in the field. For the household gods utter nonsense and the diviners see lies, they tell false dreams and give empty consolation, therefore the people wander like sheep. Mm-hmm. They are afflicted for lack of a shepherd. Mm-hmm. My anger is hot against the shepherds, and I will punish the leaders, for the Lord of hosts cares for his flock, the house of Judah, and will make them like his majestic steed in battle. From him shall come the cornerstone, from him the tent peg, from him the battle bow, and from him every ruler, all of them together. They shall be like mighty men in battle, trampling the foe in the mud of the streets. They shall fight because the Lord is with them, and they shall put to shame the riders on horses." This is a powerful prophecy because what it says is there's going to be these sheep without a shepherd, but let me tell you what the one true shepherd is going to turn them into. He's going to turn them into a a victorious battalion. Warriors. Yes. Yeah. And so Jesus looks out and he sees, he says, here it is. Here's the fulfillment of what we see in Ezekiel 34 and Zechariah 10. Here are the sheep who have no shepherd. So we have Jesus who is the shepherd. And then he says to his disciples, the harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Do you see here, or I see here, and particularly in line of the prophecies that you just read for us, there is the the lack of a, a number of laborers or workers, but also a lack in the quality, okay, The Pharisees have failed, and in fact, they are against Jesus Christ. And now he is inviting his disciples to come be about this work of God and and to bless and help these people and to bring them to Christ. They've got to have a righteousness that surpasses that of the Pharisees, tie into the uh, Sermon on the Mount, and then they've got to step up and go into this work. As I 
read this paragraph, I'm reminded of that that old preacher illustration about the shoe salesman. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, the two shoe salesmen who yeah. went over to some distant land. That's right. And they they both called back to the shoe company, and one of them said, guys, this is a waste. None of these people wear shoes. I'm coming home. Yep. And the other guy calls back and says, guys, send me more shoes. Nobody here has them. That's right. It's, a, it's about perspective. Yeah. Jesus, as he looks out over all these people, you know, he says, send us more workers. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we look and, and so let's let's lead this today. <clears throat> I hear people. I see it on Facebook. You see it on Twitter as they're looking around at, at, at all that's going on in our world. And you see the same kind of people. But, you know, what, what even Christians sadly don't see mm-hmm. sheep without a shepherd. Typically, they see look at all these evil, wicked, awful, terrible people. Right. And yes, sheep without a shepherd do wicked, evil, terrible, awful things. And sometimes they even become wolves in sheep's clothing. But what we need to see is these guys need a shepherd. Mm -hmm. I know the shepherd. I know a lot of people that know the shepherd. We need more of those people. That's right. We need more people who know the shepherd getting out among the sheep without a shepherd saying, hey, follow me. Let me tell you about my shepherd. Absolutely. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. He restores my soul. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. I, I need, we need more people that are getting that out. And so it's interesting. You know, he doesn't pray. He doesn't say, pray that all these people will be saved. He says, pray for laborers. Mm -hmm. Pray Mm -hmm. for laborers. And the other thing, just as I know we're about to wrap up, I know that when we get into all kinds of debates today, I see it on social media all the time. Well, this is what happens when you're just a sheep. Look at all these people who disagree with me because they're all just sheep. You mean sheeple? Sheeple. (laughs) Look at all those sheeple. Look at our sheeple. Guess what? That is actually every single one of us. That and, and really, that's all we should be aspiring to be is just a sheep. The question is, am I going to listen to the one true shepherd mm-hmm. or am I going to be a shepherdless sheep? Because if anybody but Jesus is my shepherd, I'm actually shepherdless. Shepherdless sheep. It'd be wonderful if this Sunday you can come out and worship with us at Livingston. Go to our website, christiansmeethere.org, christiansmeethere.org. That's if you are in the Tampa area. We'd love to worship with you and get to meet you. Uh, Be sure to pop over to the discussion group on Facebook. Chime in on this discussion of Matthew chapter 9, and let's have a word of prayer. Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you, Lord, that in our state of, of trouble, trial, temptation, sorrow. Father, that there is compassion through Jesus Christ. We know that he has come to save and to shepherd us. We get ourselves in so many troubles and fixes, but but there's solutions, there's answers, there's forgiveness, there's mercy. And the one true shepherd, the one true Christ, Jesus, the Son of God, we praise you for Jesus. We want to follow him. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. 
Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne. Well, hey, man, 450 episodes. Boom, in the can. Boom. (laughs) Why don't you invite people to come worship with us on Sunday? Hey, would you like to... (laughs) 